Welcome back. Hey, can you hear us? Hey. Yep. Cool. Well, as I was telling you listeners, this is Weed and Rob. Hi, guys. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. You guys are right outside of where? Uh, Amarillo today. Ah. For like a minute. <laughs> we left Fort Worth earlier today and heading to uh, Parker, Colorado for tomorrow. So oh, that's a whole lot somewhere around here tonight. Maybe watch the game. But uh, partake in that West Texas hospitality. Yeah, how's that treating you guys? Um, dusty. <laughs> nah, everything's good, man. No, we're having a blast, man. Every everybody we've uh, run into on the road has been great, man. We're having a having a real good time. That's awesome. Now, you guys probably have a good time everywhere you go. I would expect. I, I would expect that most bands get pretty good, warm welcomings. Um, I would say that that's true Sorry. most of the time. Um. You know, you get varying levels of, of hospitality in different rooms and venues. You get, uh, you know, different receptions based on maybe who you're playing with, who else is on the bill. But all in all, you know, if, if you go out and you put your best foot forward and you're ready to rock, you know, people can respect that and people dig it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Have you guys have you guys ever played a place either in Odd Even or out of it that, um, that just felt unwanted unwanted um you got anything rob off the top of your head uh i don't no i think that i think there are definitely varying degrees of uh of uh, hospitality i guess you would say but you know by and large each venue wants wants you there right so it's uh yeah it's if, not not really a thing that I've experienced. If you want to go to the Wayback Machine, like my second or third gig ever, um, I was in a band with all these guys we used to race BMX with, and we were playing this big fair, and it was like sort of our introduction and transition from racing BMX into playing music, and we absolutely sucked, and pretty much got booed off the stage. Oh no! <laughs> but you know, I mean. We were trying our best to do a, a Van Halen Motley Crue impersonation and write our own songs, and we were so green, we had no idea what was going on. You know oh, what I mean? Man. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna start with some road stories. Um, what's your favorite place? Favorite place? So we're we talking city. Um, let's, let's start with, um, yeah, what's your, what's your favorite city individually that you've played at and maybe why? Um, you want to kick that off? Yeah, sure. So we're, we're heading there, uh, in a couple of weeks, but I've, I played there once before, but LA is a very exciting town, a lot of cool things happening, um, obviously a lot of music history, especially in the genres that, that we play in. So it's definitely a fun and exciting place to play and always look forward uh, to an opportunity to play there. I'm actually a, a Los Angeles Hollywood version as far as playing goes. I've been there before, but I've, I've never played there. So playing the whiskey here in a few days is uh, on the bucket list <laughs> and uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um, you know, anytime you do festivals and stuff, that stuff's always a lot of fun, obviously. Um, and it varies. I mean, you know, you can go into New York City one night, 
and you know have a great turnout a great crowd but like a new york city gig a lot of times is a lot different than other places um you know you could be quote unquote in the middle of nowhere and there, there's nothing going on and everyone's dying to see your band you know and right for you know conversely you go somewhere that's you know got a market that's saturated with a million clubs and you're fighting for every piece that you can get um you know sometimes you have varying results so makes sense all right um what do you guys think is the hardest thing about being on the road? Getting there. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot of... So we're on tour with uh, Adima and Flaw right now. and Talk to a lot of those guys all the time. And one of the things that uh, Chris Coles has said very early on is like, you know, we, we spend 23 hours a day to, to do that one hour above so that's that's very true and you know the as the days grind on it's you know that's certainly true so it's um it's just part of it yeah i'd say that uh you know definitely travel is a big thing uh you know you're you're going from city to city and you know you've got different lengths in between each of them and sometimes you know it's just it, it wears on you you know you get a long day out there and it's tough um the other thing is trying to keep the keep you know everybody's spirits up and stuff. You know we're all individuals, um, you know. So you've got those highs and lows, um, and then we've all got stuff back home too. We you know we've got family and friends and all that kind of stuff that we certainly miss. And so that stuff too, right? you know, it's tough. Also, you got got to balance all that, and uh, you know try to stay positive and focused and, and keep everything uh, moving forward as it would be. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a thousand percent. Um, yeah, we all remember that there are five five bladders in the van. So, <laughs> so we, you know, just somebody's got to pull over. You got to pull over. You know, yeah. we're not road warriors all day, every day. You got to make it as comfortable as you can. You know, I think that's that's something. You know, we we envision others don't realize. It's. It's one of those things when people go, I want to be a rock star. Do you know what that really entails? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, a kind of funny story. There was one of the one of the folks, one of the guys we played with uh, yesterday was telling, telling us stories of one of the local openers about how much he'd invested and all this stuff and the pandemic hit and, you know, he'd really been kind of on the outside. And then as, as the whole industry was coming back together and this was sort of his – Know, coming back out show as it would be where he's going to showcase you know the, the new band he's with and the new record and and all that and um you know things can just kind of get off track i mean it, it, the the uh the way everything was set up last night was a little bit crazy and a little bit hectic um so you know sometimes things don't go exactly as planned yeah. things never go exactly yeah but once it's set in motion it kind of takes on a life of its own and we all have to uh do what we can to make sure that that we stay the course or make course corrections right. as we can. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot different when you're, you know, if if you really are truly just a local band, it's way different than being a regional band. It's way different than being a national band. Um, you know, you know, a regional band that goes out and does three shows is is a hell of a lot different than a band that goes cross country and does forty. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's all kinds of different challenges. Everything from you know logistics to management. To you know, keeping yourself in a place, mind, body, and souls would be where you can get up and perform every night. 
uh, finance, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it, it's, it really is a delicate balance. It takes a lot of hard work and a lot of planning. And, and you know, you, you have all that business side of things. And then you have other moments like, you know, us in the middle of the night drinking a bottle of tequila and doing one chip challenge and burning our mouths, you know, because we're bored. So <laughs> I have to say the the night I met you guys hilarious, just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Fun. Oh man, that was uh, that was cool. Yeah, it was great meeting you guys. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I uh, I apologize <laughs> for uh, I guess some some crazy shit happened. No, I think think uh, that was that was past. It was, it was, it was we good. Were gone. Yeah. We're oh, good. you guys are gone already. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think whatever, yeah, we heard some stories about some stuff happening after we left, but we were, we were down the road. So. Down the road, <laughs> screw it. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't really know myself. I was in the truck at that point. So. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was amazing. And I have to say, you guys, um, you guys rocked the house. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I mean... For for uh, I've been for for the listeners and the viewers, uh, you know, I'm I'm 38. I've been you know to shows since I was eight years old. Um, you know, I've I've seen everybody from Rob Zombie to um, shit. What was it? What was the last show I saw, other than you guys? Um, I was gonna say you can bookend it with Rob Zombie to the odd even. We're okay with that. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, but it's it's I've seen a lot of shows. I've been to a lot of shows, and whether whether it's a big show or a small venue or what have you. It's always amazing when artists put the kind of effort that you guys do into it. I mean, the crowd was fairly small. Um, it was compact into a into a space that nobody would call a stadium, right? Right. So, but but you guys killed it. I mean, Adema killed it. Flaw killed it. Everybody killed it. And and that's the kind of show that. You really want a bunch of people to be at, right? Yeah, I mean that's that, that's part of it. I mean, it all goes back to to being you know experienced and professional, and and you know I, I don't care if there's two people in the crowd, two thousand or twenty thousand. I'm gonna put on the same show. Um, you know, the bigger the the venue gets, you know, there's some different challenges with uh, you know sort of what you're gonna do, how you're gonna act, and all that stuff, but. But really, I mean, when it's go time, it's go time. I, I, I literally don't care if there's two people there. Hey, I'm there for a reason, and you know, this is what I've been been practicing my craft for years, and let's let's do it. You know, and that's you know, getting this band together, getting you know four or excuse me, three other like-minded folks, you know, that, that were right there with me was was a big part of why we are and who we are. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Um. guess how to how to word my next question where where do you guys see odd even in the next 
five, ten years? Uh, that that's a great question. Um, you know, I always say you should you know have a have some type of goal or strategy mapped out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we've done in the two years, uh, you know, even with a pandemic, has been and pretty much what I envisioned with you know maybe a a, a few things that threw us off track, but um, you know, to go from a, a brand new band in 2019 to you know, be on tour now with a, a demon flaw and have a record deal with Pavement and a record out worldwide and a song on the charts is is where we want to be now. Now, obviously, you know, we'd like to be playing consistently and in bigger, better places, uh, getting in front of more people, uh, you know, doing more interviews. I mean, all, all the stuff that comes with it. So I think I think the pandemic has really has really put a hurt on some of that though. I don't think that's entirely anybody's fault at this point. Well, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we got together and, you know, once we, we got some original songs down, you know, our goal was to get out, play live, make sure we all were, were sort of on the same page. And we went out and played our first show with Faster Pussycat and Bang Tango. And then we went down and did shows in the south with Soulfly and Nonpoint. Oh. Uh, we did a show with Last in Line, the Dio guys. Yeah. And, and at that point, we said, okay, good. So we can we can all live together. We're not going to kill each other. We all like playing together. We, we write in the same style. Let's go in the studio and record. And, uh, you know, we went and did a record. And, and the release date was April 2020. And the world was upside down. Oh, no. So... You know, what we did at that point is we said, well, how do we make the most of our time when we're not able to do, you know, live performances? And, uh, you know, that all started with shopping, you know, shopping songs and saying, can we get a marketing partner and, uh, you know, potentially have that springboard into a record deal? And, and that's exactly what we did. The guys at Pavement have been absolutely amazing. Uh, we did two songs where they marketed it. Both of them got on the charts, uh, put out a couple of videos. Uh, we've got... Uh, I think we're at about 650,000 views on one of them, just over 100,000 on the other. Um, you know, we put in put in the time and effort, and we continue to rehearse and write, so that when this all broke, you know, we like I said, we just released the new record, Dance of the Dead, um, and we're out on tour. So we're, we're sort of ahead of the game where a lot of people, you know, maybe said, oh, man, we can't play. Let's just put down our instruments for a while and figure it out on the backside. Um, you know, we really used our, the time well to – to, to put ourselves, you know, in a position to be where we are right now. It really sounds like it. It really does. That's really awesome that you guys are, are fighting and, 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 and pushing through where <coughs> others maybe have, have given up or, or just said, I'll wait, I'll wait out the storm. Right. I mean, it's an easy thing to do. I mean, all aspects of our, our life have changed so much since – 2019 you know it's pretty easy to go man this isn't what i expected you know going to the rehearsal studio once a week and and continuing to write songs and stuff you know it's really got to be a part of you it's got to be something you absolutely love or or you're not going to do it you know if you're in it just for live shows live shows are fun that's sort of the icing on the cake for all the hard work right but you know if if that's all that you're doing and you aren't able to do that then where you at what what are you doing yeah exactly That's a good point. Uh, now to now to kind of switch a little bit. Um, so, 
I want to get in a little bit about how the pandemic's kind of not only affecting you guys um, as a band, but affecting you guys um, as people, you know, because that's what it's about. It, a band is a group of people, so, you know, um, let's, let's start with, um, you know, how, how is this affecting you guys uh, just, just on a, a basic basis, uh, other than the normal shit? I mean, we all I, mean, I think if we look at it from the, you know, from the perspective that there's, there's a lot of fear and uncertainty out there, um, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's very obvious that it has an impact on, you know, live performances and venues and gatherings and all that stuff. Yep. And it varies as you go throughout the country. Um, you know, see some places that are pretty loose and relaxed and yeah. moving forward. There's other places that are, are, you know, very tight. You know, it's like, hey, look, everybody wears a mask. You get on stage and take it off for a minute. But outside of that, you know, you're wearing a mask and that impacts, you know, attendance and stuff. And. Right. Like I said, there's, there's people that are like, hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm not going out anywhere in public, you know. Uh, there's people that are working from home, and, you know, and the last thing they're going to do is go to a gathering with a few hundred people. Sure. So, you know, it varies. I mean, we didn't, you know, you know, the last four shows in Texas were pretty pretty loose, I guess you'd say, yeah, you know. Yeah. So and we I, had good shows and good attendance and whatever. I'd say that what I've noticed on the road so far is, you know, as divided as uh, – as people are and have become, there's still, you know, a, one unifying factor that the people, um, and that's music, right? Coming together and, right. um, and, and you know, just rocking out for the night and, uh, enjoying that and kind of forgetting about the other things if they can overcome it. But, um, we've seen people wear masks, not wear masks. And, you know, it's kind of been a, we haven't seen any issues. It's been, you know, in that regard, um, a relief that people you know still come together and celebrate that which you know nice them. I think that's the biggest thing though, as far as you know, to springboard off what you just said is that you know the people that are coming out are just absolutely relieved that they can go out and, and, and see music and, and have a good time like they did. I mean, it's been, it's been two years, yeah. <laughs> you know. So there's people that are like, oh my god, this is great, and. You know, most of the people we run into, you know, some people show up. You know, the other day we had some kids show up that had odd even shirts and walk in. I was like, oh, man, that's super cool. Um, but, you know, for the most part, if you look at the three bands, obviously we've got, you know, 20-plus years experience for, for both of those bands. And we've got two, I mean, sort of minus a pandemic. So, right. <laughs> you know, for us, we're brand new when we come to these places. Um, you know, just meeting, meeting new people and, and them seeing – Saying how we, you know, they, they just love the band and they love the sound and all that stuff. It's it's been great seeing the smiles on their faces. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, now as as individuals, how do you guys um, how do you guys deal with it? I mean, you guys are on the the road uh, for long periods of time, have to come home and then deal with your respective restrictions in your town and, and all the crap that may impact where you live? Um, for me, it hasn't really been difficult. Um, I, I just do, I guess, things that I feel um, are best for me and those around me, and those aren't usually at odds with everybody else. So Fair I, enough. I, I, 
hasn't really been an issue. We actually we're 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 a Baltimore based band and we actually have our first Maryland show coming up the last day of the tour on October 9th. Um, which is just insane to think about. I mean, we've been, been together for two years <laughs> and everyone's Maryland. like, you know, all of our friends and family are like, that'd be great to see if you ever played anywhere near home. <laughs> <laughs> Winchester was like the closest. Yeah. It did. Which is not close. Yeah. Still two hours away. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. All right. Well, <coughs> my next question's a little bit more uh, about about what's going on today and kind of your views. I know, um, yeah, you know, I've known Chris for a long time, Coles, um, and the you know he's he's got very direct ideas about the way things should and shouldn't be, um, as I'm sure you guys know. Yep. Um, I don't disagree with them at all, as a matter of fact. Um, so, I think everyone is entitled to their opinion and, and view, and I'm a musician, not a politician. Right. I don't, I don't impose myself on anyone, and I don't think, you know, it's not my place, so I think that my opinions are my own, and I'm happy to share those with, you know, with know my friends and you know, family and circle but it's not really for me to stand on a stage and tell people what they do or should do yeah we have a varying you know beliefs ideas thoughts obviously within the band um yeah. but i think the the goal that you know the common goal is hey let, let's be safe let's do the right thing let's take right. care of each other if we can do that then, then we're good you know i like that yeah i think i think um you know, good a good amount of uh, Americans, I, I feel, and we we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, at the show, Rob. I think the problem with America is not enough discussion, not enough conversation. It's okay for Weed and Rob to disagree. It's okay for Weed and Rob. To completely not understand what the other one's talking about and still be friends afterwards. So, yeah. like, it sounds like you know us pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me just kind of turn that around a little bit. I think that if we want to, maybe, maybe it is an issue. There's not enough conversation, but I think maybe it's also true that this, that we just don't listen to each other. <laughs> you know, we 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 know what we know, and we're not interested in either learning more about someone, you know, about other views or, or whatever, but um, my opinion is that, you know, maybe we just stopped listening. We should do more of that and less, you know, jabber-jawing, et cetera. But again, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I try to tell people what to do. Hey, that's, that's all we have is opinions, you know, and that's what I think people need to remember is what we speak is just how we feel. So does it matter that my sound man just flipped us off? <laughs> no, no, he just feels like fuck you. I don't know. Because he's a sound man, he's nuts. <laughs> I mean it's better than being a drummer, I guess. 
There's that too. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he's oh over. shit! There you go. <laughs> Double strike. That's right. That's great. Well, how can you be a sound man and a drummer? That's just. Well, now, now our our drummer's flipping us off. So he's in the front seat. I thought he was asleep. <laughs> Everyone hates us now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Let's see. So, um, <clears throat> so how long have you guys been on this particular run? September second. Yes, we left left the second of September, and we uh, we had that last gig back in Maryland on ten nine. Oh wow! So, so good amount about, of time. Yeah, about six weeks. That's not bad. And then when do you end? A ten nine. At back in back in Maryland, that's the last. Okay. Last show. Gotcha. So we got so we we have two more shows with Edema and Flaw. Uh, Edema drops off. They go back to Bakersfield. They're doing a a, a show in their hometown. Uh, we continue on with Flaw. We've got uh, I think five shows with them. Uh, it takes us through California, Colorado, and Nevada, I think, and then. We headline a few shows on our way back east, uh, including a stop in Cleveland before we head back to Maryland. Oh, nice. Very nice. That'll be that'll be fun. Favorite? Oh, man. I, yeah, I can't wait because, like I said, I mean, all these people are like, you sure you're in a band? I've never seen you <laughs> All these play. people at home are like, yeah, you guys are huge in Russia, I hear. You know, it's like, well, I can't see you there, you know? Everybody's huge in Russia. I'm huge That's in Russia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's been your favorite city so far on this trip? Uh, what's what's? How about this? What's been your favorite um, site? Oh. Favorite site? I, I got to be honest. We don't see very much. No. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's driving and sleeping and. And getting to a venue and hurrying up and waiting. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I'll tell you what, that's that's my least favorite thing of what we've seen. I've seen the back of clubs <laughs> and, and dirty green rooms for like seven hours every day as we oh wait. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing that people don't don't realize. I mean, that, that kind of stuff, to get back to what we were talking about earlier, is, is tough. I mean, you, you get to a venue and you, you know, you load in. You wait for the other bands. You, you, you're waiting for your sound check. You finally do your sound check. There may or may not be local openers. These guys get up. They do their thing. They play. You're still sitting around waiting. And you play, you know, and it's like, that. It, it's all for that, that, that 45 30 minutes, minutes to an hour. Yeah, whatever it is. That, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, that's what it's all about. So you definitely, you pay for it every day as it would be. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, but we love it if we wouldn't do it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, so. I've certainly snapped a couple of goofy pictures of, like, the St. Louis Arch and stuff as we drove by, but we don't really have time to stop anywhere because, you know, it's really, you know, we're pr pretty much on a five-day on, five-day on or six-day on, one or two days off, depending on the drive. Right. Um, and the routing's been pretty good. I mean, there's been a couple times that have been tough. Um, you know, we did a show in New Jersey outside of New York, and then we drove down to you know, uh, Virginia somewhere. And then we went back to Rhode Island the next day. So like mm. that, that kind of stuff, because that, you know, doesn't make much 
logistical sense, but at least it was on the East Coast where the states are small. Um, but like you know, today we're having what, what do we got in between these shows? Twelve hours, something like that. Yeah. So we got a day off today where we're you know it's it's drive, sleep, drive. You know what I mean? Right. That's crazy though. A lot of people don't. Uh, a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, I, I'm absolutely sick of all the country music and the truck stops. Like I'm ready to kill myself. Oh my Every time God. I go in there, to, you know, that's one of the things that you can take advantage of on the road is, you know, something that make you feel human, go in, grab a shower or something in one of these truck stops. But unfortunately, it seems like my shower stall is always pumping some Radio crazy, crazy <laughs> country music. I shot my dog. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. After he took my wife and my beer. Uh, well, you know, if it was true country, I could probably actually get by it. But all this crossover pop country stuff where, you know, the dude drives into a cornfield, and lo and behold, it's a swimsuit model team and a keg of beer. And I'm uh, dude, shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Down by the creek, you know. Down by the creek where we got crawfish. That's right. <laughs> weed, uh, what, uh, what have you been up to, Weed? Playing on a tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's the days are, are travel and hurry up and wait and rock out and get a hotel room every, every night you can if there's not a big drive and otherwise <laughs> you're on the road, you know? And So, uh, what's next? What's after the tour? Are you guys going to go back to the studio? Uh, we definitely are. Um, I, I think we want to, you know, push this record as hard as we can. This week will be the second week on the charts. Um, fingers crossed it stays on the charts. We had, we're the number three most added on Foundations and Billboard last week in the mainstream wow. rock. So this week we're we're hoping to actually grab a, a chart spot in the top uh, the top fifty on foundations and maybe the top thirty on Billboard, um, which would be great. So we'll see. Uh, it only takes a few weeks for that stuff to come to the top, unless you're a Foo Fighters or something like that. But <laughs> we'll see. we got a got a great team at Pavement that's pushing us. Um, we're gonna finish up the tour. I actually have a baby on the way. Oh, congratulations! Before. Thanks, man. So yeah, we'll be taking a. A little break and then depending on how well the record's doing we'll probably gauge where we go next if we go in and start recording right away or you know, pick cool. up uh some more road dates or or whatever it might be nice well, what about uh what about you rob i mean same situation we're uh except no baby <laughs> minus except, the kid uh, yeah that's right <laughs> pretty big Rob's having weeds, kid. Rob goes the exact same thing. We're trying people at home going, wait a minute, what? Rob's yeah. having a baby? <laughs> yeah, except the baby. No, no, uh, none of that. But yeah, same situation. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, getting down with some new material and, um, you know, seeing where that goes. Yeah. Very We're cool. actually playing. Uh, you you heard I think uh, two two new songs that aren't on the record when we were in Fort Wayne. So you know, we've got a we've got a we've got a whole catalog of stuff. You know, Et and I normally come up with 
with the riffs as they would be. We start transforming them into a song. We get Rob in on some of the lyrics. Uh, we bring it to the whole band. Kyle jumps in. We finalize it. And uh, that formula's been working pretty well. So we're really excited to. It definitely sounds it like it is. For those that don't know, <clears throat> these guys have an amazing sound uh, that's very. Um, Lane Staley, Allison Chains inspired, um, as well as uh, just a really good '90s feel, but there's there's something new there. There's I don't know. I like it. Yeah, it's fresh. It's yeah, fresh. We love all those things. I mean, we're you know children, not children necessarily, but I mean, love the '90s music, the grunge era, the you know post grunge. Right. I love the '80s music. I mean, I'm a, I'm a child of the '80s and loved all that stuff. But um, we get those compliments all the time. Um, you know, Alice Chains. I've heard STP. Yep. Last night I heard even live. Really? Uh, those are all those are all great compliments. I love all those bands. So if anyone makes a connection with us to, the, to those guys, like, yeah, I'm, I'll take it every day. You're not hurting my feelings by yeah. saying we sound like Soundgarden or something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, people That's are like, like "What uh, about the fact you sound like this?" I'm like, not, "You're really, really, really not hurting my feelings." Yeah. Well, that's like um, someone someone compared me the other day to I can't remember. Someone compared me. See how the trouble you started. Somebody the other day, and I was like, "Um, no, not at all." <laughs> yeah, thanks. But, you know, it's cool. I'm okay with that. Uh, it works for me. I'll take it. It's like, a, yeah, have you guys heard Chaosium? I have not. I, I have not. No. I'll have to send you guys uh, a video. Um, they are super awesome and sound just like corn. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Like 90s corn. Yeah, that's great. So... Um, yeah, it's been it's been super hella hella fun. I've listened to the album uh, that I got as both of them, oh, and uh, I'm gonna make sure that I uh, I post your CD a bunch. Uh, now cool, we can find you guys on Spotify. Uh, where else? Yep. You name it. Yeah, it's everywhere. 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 Yeah. Like what, whatever your platform is, you can find it there. That's uh, yeah, I haven't listened to uh, Pandora in ages, and today I, my phone just picked up, and I, I'm one of those guys that always forgets to lock his phone out. And Pandora popped up, and I was like, oh, here we are. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> I was like, oh. Very nice. Um, what uh, what do you think? Is something that you would you would tell to aspiring musicians who are just starting out, just starting to get get into um, what's going on, because uh, you know some of you guys have been in the industry for a good amount of time. Um, yeah, I would say number one is is have a plan. Uh, number two, be willing to refine that plan at all times. Uh, I'd say be humble. And then take as much advice as you can from people. I mean, hell, we're learning stuff on this tour from these guys that have been doing this forever. 
and don't ever be too big and proud, you know, of, 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 of anything, you know, always, always put your ego in check. Uh, you know, one of the shirts I brought with me on this tour says, you know, ego kills talent. And there's, there's nothing more true than that. Um, so, you know, it, it, you always got to have a game plan and, and try to, you know, pursue and move forward. But be afraid to refine that and change uh, when something makes sense. And, you know, again, just be humble. I think know? that's true also, in anything with life. Absolutely. Be, be good at what you're doing. That helps. <laughs> good point. <laughs> that helps, yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily important in some of the music we hear today, but the general rule, yeah. practice and be good. Yeah, I mean, being good, obviously. There's, you know, 8 trillion people that are technically better than me, and I, I don't care about that. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to do my role in this band and be the best I can be for God even. You know, that's it. Right. So We've got a question in chat. Uh, who are your influences growing up? Oh God! I mean, so anybody yeah. and everybody, pretty much. All the hard rockers of the '70s. I mean, I was a huge Kiss fan. I mean, for as long as I can remember. And then all the uh, you know, Motley Crue, all, all those guys in the '80s, and I was at Alice in Chains in the '90s, of course. So if it's a hard rocker, I was a fan of it. Yeah, pretty pretty much pretty much the same. Um, it's it's actually kind of cool. Et and I, when we were forming this band. Uh, he'd been playing in a bunch of reggae bands and doing a lot of acoustic stuff. And I was playing with like a funk rock band and, uh, you know, touring around a little bit and stuff. And we started talking about uh, joining this this band from Maryland that was playing, you know, hard rock stuff. And, and we talked about the lineup and it was all guys that we knew from the scene. <laughs> and uh, we started doing it and we were touring around a little bit, did some shows with Sponge and Saliva. No way! A few other, few other bands. And, oh. and at some point, E.T. and I were writing a bunch of the songs and, you know, had a bunch of ideas. We said, you know, I think we should probably branch out and do this on our own. Um, and, and hence, you know, the odd even came about. So it was, it was, the timing was kind of strange and all that stuff because we'd known each other for years and years. I mean, E.T. was in some of my first bands I ever played in. Right. Uh, so when I looked across the stage and see that we're still doing this <laughs> years later and playing hard rock, which is kind of what we started on is, is really really cool but um you know a lot of the same influences you know that, that rob mentioned um you know that whole 80s hard rock thing into the 90s without a doubt right. you know and, and obviously you go back as far as led zeppelin the black sabbath too like 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 i mentioned before reggae funk whatever you know right. okay another question from the chat if you had to do a cover today what song would you choose so that's a good question it's funny, well it's funny you say that because we actually for our uh headline set uh on our way back uh we're actually doing she by kiss no way uh, very nice yeah so we're throwing that one in for the uh for the headline shows on the way way back to baltimore okay there, there's your answer father mischief <laughs> he said so awesome cool <laughs> <clears throat> Very, very cool. Any other questions from the chat? Cool. Well, thanks for those questions. That's great. Yeah. Super awesome. Um, now, do you guys uh, 
do you guys find um because we all know that uh you can have what's called lead singer itis <laughs> um do you, do you ever get that <laughs> where you just don't want to deal with it no matter how much how much shit you've dealt with that day you just don't want to deal with people so I know it as lead singer's disease, <laughs> LSD, or lead singer's disorder. It's something that I'm keenly aware of, and I, uh, I try really hard not to be that guy. I know it is. Who does this asshole think he is today? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I, I think we've all been there, though. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean. It's it's hard work. We have a lot of shit to load in all the time. I'm I don't have a lot of equipment myself. I have like a rack and a microphone, but <laughs> right. I, I help everybody with their gear and I help other bands with their gear. You know, it's it's a team effort, and uh, you know, I, I I really try not to put off that uh, vibe that a hey, he must be the lead singer because he's an asshole. <laughs> and I will say to Rob's Rob's credit, he's he's telling the truth. He's He's one of the greatest guys I've worked with as far as that stuff. Um, I, I, you know, I think a lot of musicians have the same story where, huh, wonder where the singer went. <laughs> you know, wow, there's stuff to be moved, and this guy is not here. But no, Rob's credit, he is, he is always there, digging in, helping out wherever he can, and it's a, uh, it's a great asset to the band. Not only is he a great singer, but uh, a real big help. So, All right. So. <clears throat> Another question. When you bust your ass on a song, it sounds great. But the public says, no, thank you. How do you address that kind of disappointment as a group? I would just, if, well, it's not really something I've dealt with a lot, but I think. We write only hits. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we only write the best. <laughs> but we right. can recognize if something isn't connecting and we'll, you know, in fact, we've done it already on this, on this trip a few times. We'll take a song if we're not. I think it's going to connect well. We'll just drop it for the night and try it somewhere else. I think we, we get ahead of a lot of that stuff too. Um, and that, you know, when we're writing stuff, it, it changes, uh, you know, a lot before it's done, quote unquote, Fair enough. all the way through working with a trusted producer and, you know, studio engineers and stuff like that, where, you know, if somebody says, Hey, why don't you guys try this or, or do this? You know, to get back to the point I was just talking about, you know, keep your ego in check and, and give it a whirl, you know, and, and sometimes it sounds great. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you stick with the original, but most of the time with the stuff that we're putting out there, we're, we're quietly confident that it's, <laughs> it's, it should be liked or else we're not going to play it live. You know what I mean? Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, what do you, what do you think the, the hardest part about writing is for you guys? Um, I don't know. What do you think, Rob? Um, so I think it's a formula that we've been developing, and um, a lot of the stuff we do uh, collaboratively, remotely. So we'll help stuff, share it, and work on it, send it back, and trying to find a way to do that that's both efficient and timely is um, that's still it's it's an art, and we're we, we've done it. And we're always looking for ways to do it better. I the rest of the guys are all. Oh, go ahead. The rest of the, the rest of the guys are a little more technical than I. So for them, 
it's a challenge. When I send them something, like, I didn't know they still made cassette records. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, Rob's point, we're, you know, we're always sending stuff. We're sending files around to each other when we come up with ideas. And then you know, we'll sit down and take it kind of a step further where we're, you know, maybe adding adding a drum machine first. And then Kyle will throw his drums on. And then the file goes over to Rob. And then we add a part. And, you know, by the time we get to the studio and we're ready to try something out, you know, it's, it's, it's already starting to come together pretty much. There's not too much, you know, where we're just sitting in a room and saying, hey, why didn't somebody make up a riff? You know, that's... That's not the way we've been doing things to date. See, that's I've found that when I've when I've tried to write, it's it's been very um, tedious sometimes. But then again, I don't I don't have a lot of walls to bounce off of. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I write most of the stuff on an acoustic guitar, or you know, just a guitar with like a little amp. Right. So I'll come up with a riff, <clears throat> and I'll say, "Hey, what do you think about this ET?" I'll send it over to him. And, uh, and he's great because normally, you know, I'll send one or two songs and he'll send me 40. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, well, now we got something going on. <laughs> so, so that's always, always cool. And then it makes its rounds and we do that. We've all been in bands before where, you know, the writing happens when you get to a, a rehearsal space and somebody starts jamming on something. But for this genre and this, this style of music, I think that the way we're doing things has really worked to date and it, it it seems probably the most effective as opposed to hey somebody start playing something let's see what happens you know i mean right. that, that, that's yeah, it happens from time to time but i'd say that's uh that's not the norm fair enough fair enough now are you guys more <clears throat> are you guys more rigid in your in your song development like do you do you do you always do riffs first then lyrics? Does it always come lyrics first then riffs? I'd say lyrics are almost always last, but not a hundred percent. Okay. Uh, yeah, somebody might have a melody or something. You'll put something behind it, but I mean, we're definitely a, a riff-oriented band, uh, as I'm sure you know at this point. Yep. So, you know, a lot of times it's like, hey, this rocks. Let me throw a cool melody over top of it and see where we go from there. You know. I mean that makes a hundred percent sense. What um what's been one of those moments that's been like fuck yeah, this is a hit. Um I mean we've had a few of them. I I think that normally happens when you're you know, kind of finishing things up in the studio and and maybe you tweak a little part and that, that takes it to a point where you're like, Oh man, this is awesome. Um you know, we've actually gone to the studio a couple times and you know I've I've been at Rob's house and ET's house the night before and we're racking our brains trying to finish something up and we're not coming up with either the right lyric structure or the right cadence or you know something just doesn't feel right and you get in the studio and you get that little bit of pressure on you and and you just change change something, you know, the way a sentence is phrased or the way Rob felt something out or not, and you're like, Oh man, now we got it, you know. Yeah. Right. One example, we were uh, recording our first record in the song uh, Bleed for Something. The way it was originally, and we, we were doing it in the studio, we just changed one word, and that was, the word was something. And it was, uh, it was the couch producers. I was in the booth, and it was uh, Weed and E.T. on the couch, and they were screaming at our uh, sound engineer, and, hey, 
try this. And we tried that one word, and that, to me, that turned the whole song around and made it more interesting. And um, that was just that moment. I was like, wow, that's a much better song just for that one word. Wow. So sometimes all it takes is that little that little twist of a screw. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. <clears throat> that's awesome. That's just awesome. Um, do you guys uh, do you guys have any favorites as far as um, what bands you really really look up to, or that that you would fanboy out on? Um, I mean, I fanboy on every band. <laughs> <laughs> like when we were in, uh, <clears throat> we were down in New Orleans. We were in the green room. We had Nonpoint back there getting ready, <clears throat> going over their stuff, and I was back there going over my stuff. And you know, we each minded our own space and didn't bother each other. But um, we were the next one to go up. So I said, "I said, hey guys, you mind if I uh, fanboy for a second, get a picture?" And they're like, they're "Like hell yeah, you can." So that I usually take pictures with uh, with anyone and everyone I can. And I encourage everybody to do that because I think it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, I guess last few questions I are uh, what do you guys think about I guess what do you guys think about how the music scene is is kind of playing out you know with COVID and stuff it was falling down now it's moving up but it seems like it's tipping back down again what do you what do you think about i mean the world is upside down so <laughs> i mean everything is not a lot of stuff different. makes sense we see nightclubs that are packed to the brim with you know djs and then live music rooms I mean, they, they can be or they may not be. It's yeah, I mean, it, it varies. I mean, it, it completely varies. Um, but, yeah, I mean, everything is, is, is so different. Um, I, I love seeing people that are super excited to see us yeah. flow on edema, and they're like, man, I needed this. I've been cooped up for two years, and this is just the greatest night, and, wow, this is so much fun. And, you know, then you got other people that are like, I, I'm sorry, I would never go to your show. And I'm like... You know, I, as I'm doing this trip, I've got people that I haven't seen in years, you know, friends from school all over the country. And some of them are like, you know, God, if you could put me on the guest list, that'd be awesome. Others are like, sorry, <laughs> talk to me when this stuff's over. I'm not going there. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, the music scene's bleeding a little bit. It's hurting. It's obviously been hurting. Um, you know, I, I guess really all you can do is hope for the best and keep moving forward, huh? <laughs> So, I guess, I mean, are, are you guys worried about shows being canceled? So, I was really worried about that before we left, and, and knock on wood, we, we haven't had anything. Actually, we had one show canceled. We had a show in Brooklyn, New York that got canceled. Um, but that's the only one out of... We have thirty shows, thirty-two shows, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's a good ratio. I mean, that's right. yeah, that's right. 
So I'll, I'll take that. I mean, and to be honest, that was on a Monday, so it gave us an extra day off. So yeah. that was that really was okay with it. About that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Um, I hope you guys are having a fantastic night. Yeah, I think it's time for some uh, Monday Night Football, a couple cold beers somewhere, right? I love it. I love it. I I definitely want to thank you guys. I hope uh, we can have you on the show again. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And I hope you guys uh, continue to uh, rock it the fuck out and uh, killing it. Guys, please check these guys out on Spotify. They're called The Odd Even. They are fucking phenomenal. Um... You can find them, like I said, on Spotify, uh, at pretty much anywhere, uh, Pandora, or any of the places you look for music. So. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for having us on. Thank you, everyone that's listening, and uh, hope to see you guys at these uh, this last leg of the tour and, and beyond. Uh, where, where's your last few stops? So we're on our way to uh, Denver, Colorado, and we play. Uh, that's on. That's tomorrow oh, night, Salt and Lake then City. Salt Lake City, uh, and then we go to. There's. there's I don't know the order track. of this. There's <laughs> Reno, Fresno, uh, Los Angeles, Santa Ana. We're back through Colorado, Cleveland, and then back to Maryland. There you go. So if you guys are anywhere near those areas, please check them out. Um, it'll be phenomenal. Yep, theodeven.com. Our schedule is right there. That makes it – I have to go there to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Rob goes there to check our schedule. So, so. Here, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post that right Theodevenband.com. Nope, theodeven.com. Close. No band. No band. No, no band. It's just the oddeven.com. Strike that. Bam. Like that. When you that. see the aliens, you know you're at the right spot. That's right. That's right. So guys, go check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's where you're going to find them. Great. Well, cool, man. love well, that. Thanks so much. Well, thanks so much. Have a great evening. Hey, take care, guys. Mad love to you guys. Thanks for being on, and I hope you guys have a fantastic show. Thanks, right, buddy. Thank we'll talk you. to you soon. Bye, guys. Yeah. All right, bye. That was Weed and Rob from The Odd Even. Guys, awesome, awesome individuals. Um, and uh, we hope that they will stop back by our show again. Um, they are phenomenal people. Just, just great people um so i hope you guys enjoyed thank you father this is super awesome of you um uh so now